0: Now,
1: Liz McCarthy uh, last year made the life-changing decision to undergo what's known as bariatric surgery. And uh, Liz is with me in the studio to tell us about that and how she came uh, to uh, this decision first thing this Monday morning. And you're very welcome, Liz. Thank you very much for uh, joining us. Um, So I think people may well have heard of bariatric surgery, but for those who mightn't, what is it, Liz?
0: So bariatric surgery is... um it's a weight loss surgery. So um, what they do, you've three different options with it. So there's the band, there's the sleeve, or there's a the bypass. Um, all three surgeries will show huge results for weight loss. Um, I think people are kind of veering away from the band at the moment because there's a lot of risks with the band that I think is are coming to light now where they weren't before, like the band can slip. Um, it mightn't work after a certain length of time. Now, it can work perfectly well for some people, but um, I think from my own point of view of it, it the band really wasn't an option. Um, so the one I'm kind of looking to have would be the sleeve, which they basically cut out about between 70 and 80% of your stomach. Um, so all you're left with is a little tube where it reduces the amount you want to eat every day, um, and thus losing weight. Um, they've shown huge results with it. People are losing anything between 60 and 70% of the weight they need to lose. And they're not just losing it, they're keeping it off. So for me, I've had a weight loss struggle for the last 30 years. Uh, yo-yo dieting, going from one diet to another and and they all worked. I lost a certain amount of weight with all of them. But um, as for keeping the weight off and long-term weight loss, nothing just worked for me. Did your weight ever bother you, really? To be honest with you, it, it it's really only the last year or two that I've found I feel my weight. Like, I'd never stopped me from doing anything in my life. I travelled for a year. I met somebody, got married, had a child. And, like, I'm very happy in my life. But I just really feel my weight in the last two years, and especially since having my daughter. Like, I want to be able to go out and do things with and I find I'm tired and I, I, I just really feel my weight for the first time ever and I just I just don't want to be this weight anymore. I want to be healthy and I want to live a long life with my daughter and you know, I want to be able to play with her and you know, and I just find I'm struggling with that at the moment. Liz, how much of it then do you think
1: is mental and how much of it is physical for you?
0: For me, um, I'd say it's a good divide between the two. Uh, um, Like, I was never really someone who was bothered about appearance and stuff anyway now. And I do take pride in my appearance, don't get me wrong. But, you know, I'm confident in myself, so it wouldn't bother me going on nights out. And there's a lot of skinny, gorgeous, beautiful women out there, like, but um, that, that wouldn't bother me. I am who I am and that's it. Like, I don't know what it is to be a normal weight. I've never been a normal weight, never mind skinny, you know. So I guess I don't know what I'm missing from that point of view, like, but... Yeah, like definitely physically been able to go for long walks and um like a, whatever about jogging, like I'm not bothered about that. But even just you know having the energy to do things and yeah, so it's definitely a divide between the two. And you know wanting to be able to fit into nice clothes and like I I don't think I've ever bought clothes inside pennies, you know, because they just don't carry that size and. Now, people are definitely... Shops are broadening their size range now, but that's only in the last few years. Certainly not when I was younger. You couldn't get those kind of sizes. and um, Yeah, so kind of a combination of the two.
1: Yeah, we're chatting to Liz McCarthy this morning um, because a lot of the people that we would have chatted to on the show about weight over the years would tell a slightly different story, that it has always bothered them or bothered them a lot. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating for you that it was something you were comfortable enough with up to quite recently.
0: Yeah, and it's not even that I was comfortable. I think I just put up with it, you know. um, I just got on with my life. It didn't stop me from doing anything. Like, I had great support from friends and from family who would never kind of say, oh, you know, it isn't about time you did something. or, Like, it was always there in the background, don't get me wrong. But certainly, like, even my GP would be like, oh, you know, you know, start looking at your weight or whatever. But they would never push it on you, you know, that kind of way and kind of say, oh, God, you know, your health is at risk because I don't have any health issues from my weight. Like, I have no high blood pressure, diabetes or anything like that. So I guess health-wise, there wasn't a big risk at the moment, you know.
1: And at an earlier time in your life when your GP might have said that to mm-hmm. you and it's just something to keep an eye on, how did you react?
0: Oh, sure. I was going to different um, dieting clubs at that time. Oh, yeah, I am. I am. I'm trying to keep an eye on it now. And, you know, I kind of just brush it off. And maybe I was a bit in denial as well. And I just kind of thought, well, you know, I I have the energy now. And I suppose I was younger as well. Um, and I, d- I said, because it didn't affect my life. And I didn't know any different. I wasn't someone who was slim growing up and piled on the weight when I hit my teens. Or, like, I've always been overweight. I don't know a time in life I wasn't. So I don't know any different. And I just got on with it, really, you know.
1: And what's your diet been like in terms of your food intake over the years?
0: Um, like, that's the funny thing. Like, I wouldn't... Um, i eat quite healthily from terms of, like, lunch, breakfast, dinner. And um, it's the... I suppose my worst time is in the evenings. So, like, if I'm in work now, I'd have a good breakfast, um, I'd have a sandwich for my lunch, good healthy evening dinner, and then in the evenings I'm sitting down, I'm watching telly, and I'm eating a few bars of chocolate or potatoes, and, and that's the worst time. And I suppose I probably wouldn't be exercising as much as I probably should be as well. Um, so I think from that point of view... Like I, I certainly do have a decent enough diet, but then it just goes to pot then from about maybe eight o'clock, nine o'clock onwards, sitting down watching telly and you're not moving as well. And it's the worst time to be eating.
1: But clearly then it wasn't an overnight decision to go to talk to someone about this bariatric surgery.
0: No, it certainly wasn't. Um it was suggested to me, um, after I had my daughter, um, by my gynecologist, you know, would you consider bariatric surgery? And I thought, Oh my god, he's bonkers, I'm not going for an operation like and having someone cut me open. God, you know, there's so many other weight loss options out there. Why would I do something like that? And I kind of looked into it a bit and at the time there was only really the band around or, well, so far as information anyway, there was only the band around. And uh, I kind of put it to the back of my mind and didn't do any more about it. And then my sister was watching one of those uh, morning shows and she saw a couple on it who had lost and huge amount of weight and from getting, I think it was the sleeves I got and she texts me, she's like, oh my God, you have to check this out and look, it, it worked for them. And it's not just that it worked, but they kept it off and that's the key, is keeping the weight off. It's All those weight loss programs can help you lose weight, but it's keeping it off is the hardest part.
1: Liz, are you sure that none of the other options would work for you at this point?
0: 100%. I have tried everything. And even in the last two years, I think I've gone to Slimming World eight, nine times. I've gone for maybe a month, two months, lost weight, fallen off the wagon um, and then gone back to it maybe another few weeks later. And it's soul destroying, you know, it's really disheartening to not find something. I know people say there's something out there for everyone and they're just, I haven't found my something yet. And I just, I feel this is right for me, the surgery, and Mm. I've done my bit of research and I'm hoping, you know. Who have you gone to then and at what stage are you on the road? So I went to my GP um, about this time, la- no, it was about March last year. And uh, I asked her what did she think and she said she'd had a few of her own patients had gone through it and had great success with it. So I contacted VHI, asked them what was their you know, would I be covered? Because the, to do it on your own, outside of VHI, is extremely expensive. Um And they said, yes, I was covered. So I had to check what hospitals was I covered in, what surgeons are based in those hospitals. And there's Galway, there's Dublin, there's Cork. And for me, just Galway was the place I wanted to go. And I'd heard great things about Professor Collins. So that's where I went, went up to him. Um, the whole process like it's, you have to go from one appointment to another. Um, So up to him in August. And he explained to me like, with bariatric surgery, it's not just, okay, I think you're right for the surgery. Four different consultants have to sign off on it. So you have to go to a dietitian, you have to go to an endocrinologist and you have to go to a psychologist. So all of them. And then obviously he's a surgeon. So everyone has to sign off on it. Without all of them sign off. And this is an EU um thing that everybody has to sign off and the, the surgery before your insurance will even consider it. So the stage I'm at now is it's gone to the VHI for them to decide whether they're going to cover my surgery or not. Um, but even when I went looking for information, about it, there was just nothing out there from a, a person's point of view. Now. W- were
1: you surprised that your health insurance would cover it?
0: Oh, totally surprised, yeah. Uh, like, that's why I really didn't even consider it five years ago because I thought, God, thousands of euro, who can afford that? Like, you know, yeah. and um, when I was talking to my GP, it was her, they said, look, check with your insurance, yeah.
1: Right. Um, we're chatting to Liz McCarthy about her decision to undergo bariatric surgery. So is there preparation that needs to be done uh, in the build-up to the surgery?
0: Yes, yeah, so there is a pre-op diet you have to go on, um... So what they try to do is uh, reduce the the size of your liver because your liver hangs over your stomach. So they, they need to be able to lift that up while they're doing the surgery. So the pre-op diet is, I think that's actually probably going to be the hardest part is the pre-op diet because you're literally on protein kind of shakes for two parts of your meal and then a tiny dinner and that'll be for two weeks. So you've to... Uh, I suppose build yourself into the diet itself then as well and with that you do lose a certain percentage of your excess body weight as well which will help for the surgery too
1: Now all surgery is serious so when would you expect to undergo it?
0: Um, I'm hoping to, like VHI had said they'd take two weeks to decide if that gets signed off Typically, you're back up with the surgeon then maybe another couple of weeks and fairly soon after that. I suppose they don't want to let the grass grow. At this point, we're at this now nearly a year um, and because I suppose it's private as well, it's just waiting for the slot inside the the hospital up in Galway and I presume then you'll have your two weeks if not a little bit longer after seeing the surgeon.
1: Now, obviously, the surgeon will reassure you and all of that but uh, are you a, a bit worried about it?
0: I'm nervous, yeah, of course, but... I can't wait to get it done. I just, I feel like my life's on hold right now and I'm just waiting for this operation so I can really start living my life again, you know, because I have felt kind of held back for the last year or two and just waiting to get things moving and I feel like we're on that road now and I'm at the the home stretch and I just want to get going, like, you know.
1: What about recovery from the surgery and then the restrictions that will be on you after that?
0: So, um, it's only keyhole surgery. Um, So the recovery is fairly quick. Um, You go, in terms of eating, then you're on a liquid diet for maybe eight, nine, ten days. And then you go to kind of pureed food, like baby food for all the world, um, for about another eight, nine, ten days. And generally they say within two months you should be back eating normally. And it's just that you're on smaller portions. You'll know what food will suit you. So like some people might never eat steak again because it's just too tough. Um, You need to really chew your food. Um, There's a lot of kind of rules to it. Like you have to drink a glass of water and half hour before you eat glass water, half hour after so that you're not filling your stomach. And the, the whole process to up your protein so that you preserve your muscle. Because with a huge weight loss, you can lose muscle. If you lose muscle, your metabolism goes down. So you need to really up your protein and that's the kind of point of your diet going forward is to have a lot of protein in it.
1: And will you have to address your lifestyle, exercise, all Mm. of that?
0: Absolutely, yeah. Again, the exercise will help promote your muscle, uh, to keep your muscle there, to help keep your metabolism up as well. So they they do try and um, put you in touch with the personal trainer. Um, so that you have a few sessions a week just to keep muscle maintenance there and to keep you on the road to a healthy lifestyle.
1: Do you have any idea how much weight you'll end up losing?
0: They have said I usually about 60, they can nearly guarantee between 60 and 70% of what you need to lose so it's not your overall weight but it's like if you're I suppose 7 or 8 stone overweight then like you'll, you lose what 5 or 6 stone of that so that's that would be the aim of it now, that um, you'd lose at least that and then after that it's up to you to lose it, you know. That's what the surgery will do for you.
1: Now I know you've been doing a blog around this. How have your family and friends reacted?
0: Oh, they've been hugely supportive. I'm so lucky. Um, my friends have been amazing. My my sister, my mom and my husband have just they've been fantastic and I've Five brothers, as well, and they're all on board and they're all there to help and support me. And I and think that's key to this weight loss as well because mentally, you have to get yourself into it and you need people who are going to support you, and not anyone who's going to lead you off the beaten track, you know. So, and there are people out there who are going to try and do that, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I've had huge support, I'm so lucky.
1: And finally, and it seems from talking to you, mm-hmm. have a clear picture in your mind of where you would hope to be 12 months from now.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I can see myself, much slimmer version of me, um, going into pennies and finally buying that outfit inside pennies that people all rave about. And uh, yeah, much healthier and spending time with my little girl and, you know, I've finally being able to go on a, an aeroplane and not looking for an extender when I'm sitting down and little things people take for, take for granted that... I certainly want back in my life, yeah.
1: Okay, we well, look the very best of luck with it, Liz McCarthy. Thanks. We'll stay in touch with you and uh, yes. uh, fingers crossed everything goes really, really well. Uh, we've uh, videoed uh, our chat so we'll put some of that up a little bit later on awesome. on our social media. We'll podcast this interview because I think people are really interested in uh, this yeah. uh, subject in general um, and obviously the show is repeated from midnight as well. Uh, Liz, uh, thank you uh, very much and uh, as I say, we'll stay in touch.
0: Thanks very much, Joe. Call Limerick today now on 461995.